This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week Podcast. We welcome back a um, one of our original podcast guests, Kyle Sandlins. Welcome back, oh, it's Kyle. Great to have come full circle. It's amazing because I can't remember the exact year, but when I joined Media Week, yeah. 2000, there was a radio show starting to make some noise in the evenings because uh, you just came on with Kyle and Jackie about the time I yeah, took over Media Week. That's true. And you weren't getting a lot of media, and I couldn't understand it because there was an amazing show. And some and weird I'm, stuff going the first, on there. <laughs> the, yeah, there was, and we won't get into all that, but we've talked about it in some of our other podcasts, yeah. I guess, which I think is still online. They created a bit of controversy too. But uh, one of the – I think the f- was the first or second podcast we did, it filled a whole episode of Current Affair. They, That's right. They used the audio. <laughs> That's true. Which my colleague, Brendan Wood, who was on the first two podcasts, is still a bit angry because I think he invoiced them. Did he? And they never paid it, yeah. Oh, well, oh. I can send some Tongans around to sort that out. <laughs> Tracy will be running for her life. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, so 20 years ago you started to make some noise with uh, Jackie O. It was yep. the evening show. At, uh, it was on the... T- yeah. Was it just Sydney or was it no, networked no, na- already? No, yeah, on the national and on stereo. So every... Back today network it was Today network, then. correct, yeah. Hot 30 countdown it was. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. We did and that uh, for five years, then did National Drive. Yep. And when that worked, they stuck you straight into breakfast. Yeah, because they were, they were stuck. They didn't know what they were going to do for uh, Sydney breakfast because since Wendy and the morning crew left... They were. They just filled it up with comedians, and it was just a disaster. Well, not yeah. unlike the trouble they've had recently, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, they've got a morning Filling. crew coming back again. It's, it's not. Well, it's interesting they've resurrected that name, isn't it? Yeah, what is really interesting is that uh, Bruno and I owned the morning crew, all socials, and I also own Ed. Uh, sorry, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, Husey, Husey, Ed, Ed and and Erin. Uh, I own all those social medias really? as well. Just a coincidence that I bought them all on the day before they announced uh, the show. Starting. Yeah, but oh, I thought owning the uh, the morning crew is pretty cool. Like, yeah, it's uh, great to own. I'm gonna start putting stuff on it. I think. Yeah, we should intro Bruno too. He's just sort oh, yeah. of popped up, hasn't he? Oh, Bruno's hey. also <laughs> been on some. Uh, were you on one of the, You were on one of the podcasts with Kyle. You rang in, I think. It was about the time of the book. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, you but guys we've were also done a book. separate yeah. podcast with Bruno as well, I think. It must office. have been a very low-rating podcast, <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it had two listens. It was Mum and I, and <laughs> we were both like, no. So Bruno, you, you know Bruno, he's been my executive producer at the radio for years, and uh, now he runs uh, all my companies. So that's, King Kyle yeah, yeah, Group? Yeah, runs that. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he'd had enough of radio and wanted to move on to something else. One of those silly moments in his life where he thought... Oh, there's got to be the grass is greener on the other side. And he climbed over the King Kyle group fence and realised it's desert and nails on this side of the... <laughs> but he's doing well here. But Bruno, I mean, because I, I don't know him that well. I know him sort of professionally, but he surprised me when he went to... Was it Casio when he was, he was running the business? Yes. And I thought, well, I thought this guy was just, a, you know... A, a laugh along radio producer yeah. liked having a good time, would send a few dirty tweets out on, on weekends, yeah. getting into some trouble. Got and fired for that too once, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. fired you for <laughs> filthy tweets. But it was very funny, yeah, because, you know, one second, uh, yeah, you know, I was working on a show where, yeah, you know, making dick jokes and having a laugh. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, I'm in a boardroom in Tokyo. <laughs> Um, uh, negotiating the prices of wristwatches for the Australian market. 
Wow. That was a And doing a experience. very good job, too, well, I he's, gather. He's actually, and we didn't know this until he got the job at Casio, but a wristy expert, Bruno, was apparently. So it's a great, it was a great geek. <laughs> Yeah, I've got that on my business card here, the Risty experts. Well, I can remember some social media posts maybe related to that. And, uh, was it an ARIA weekend or a radio awards weekend up in Queensland? And I remember Bruno being on the socials. I think, oh, that's a bit risque. Yeah, oh, he's very risque. But his he's, wife, he's, he's always in trouble with the wife too because she doesn't like that nonsense. Yeah, well, he's calmed down. He's a parent. He's got a no, he fantastic wife. Down and a at all. Of kids. No, no. He appears in this white spray jacket that he's in today, <laughs> which normally only a Rex Hunt type would wear that sort of spray jacket. But he looks calm. But he's uh, behind the scenes just as filthy as he's always been. Kyle's taught me to calm down a lot. I've taken a lot of hints from uh, Kyle. On Breathing that. and relaxing. You don't have to. Re- you don't have to run the world every day. Yeah, he's my guru for. Uh, no, but before, <laughs> well, before we well get being. too much into it, I just want to set the scene. So we're in your office in um, in Sydney, where yep. the King Kyle Group is. You've got a little studio set up yep. here, which we're giving a bit of a, a test today, giving it a good good workout. Yeah, um, we can do everything here. So we can do podcasting here, live to air here. Um, we can in that uh, studio, that glass box behind you there. We can. Uh, it's TV production facilities. You can uh, edit a motion film in there. Make it. We got kids in here at night um, making records. There's so a lot going so on. This here. is good. So you control this space, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was there was a big. Was it X Studios just up the road a little bit That's under right. the King's Cross sign? That's right. Yeah. Which they they fitted out like a beautiful studio. And they spent a fortune in that. And there was talk that once that you and Jack might have even broadcast a show from there yep. either some days yep. or, or a lot of the time. That's what That was the intention. And but then, then it sort of, I don't know, did it go broke or well, it I just think, never worked? Or? Well, I think the idea was that I was going to come into that as a partner. Right. And then towards the end of the 11th hour, the guy that who, who first put the whole thing together... He decided that uh, I have to pay $50,000 a week to broadcast from there. So I told him to shove it in his asshole, and we set up down here. Right. And I don't know. I think he's died or something's happened to him. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, it was because your publicist, the uh, delightful Beck yeah. Brown, was the original PR when they first opened that. Right. And she took me on a tour up there, and I thought it was fantastic. No, it looked great. The problem was up there they had no content. So the only content they were going to have was my show and then try and build off that. Right. And then uh, when he tried to fuck me over, then I thought, forget it. I'm not pay- I've already got a studio. Why would I pay to go somewhere else? So I just walked away from it and the whole thing collapsed. I think they had unreal um, expectations. Uh, yeah. I remember saying, because they, they had this window, which was right under the Coke sign. Oh, the great view. And I remember them saying that we could rent this to other advertisers, I'm thinking, there's no way Coke... <laughs> yeah. Let's say, whether you have the rights or not, yeah, yeah, exactly. Coke would know people, but yeah, make sure no-one else is going to have a sign on this building. Yeah, yeah. No, no, so that whole thing collapsed. So that was a few years ago. And then the weird thing is that we, I set up down here, which is only one block away from there, and, um, and we're pumping content out of here like no-one's business, so making Fantastic. all sorts of... TV shows. We've got something up with Amazon at the moment, a real estate show they're filming in eastern suburbs. Um, so I read about that. That's, yeah. that's with, um, who's the TV company? Eureka. Oh, Eureka. Eureka, yeah. Eureka yeah. are the hot guys at the moment. Yeah, they're making oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, well, Amazon love Eureka. They yeah. want to do everything with them. So our, it was our idea, the concept to do the show, 
Eureka producing it. So they're on site right now actually filming. Um, and, the, and the hottest real estate agents in the eastern suburbs, these guys are, that's a whole new breed of person. I think one of those guys sold Jack's home, if I'm not that's mistaken, correct. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. might actually even feature on one of the shows. Wow. Before, while we're talking about you and Bruno, one of my questions, I might drop it in here. Has the relationship changed much between, because you were just, I guess you you're originally colleagues at work and you sort of became friends, you did the book. Yeah. And now, is it is it a different dynamic, sort of? I don't know. You've I, got I, I still look at the business. I, I look at him as the same slave that I've always <laughs> looked at him as, but he gets paid more <laughs> and more freedom. Look, yeah. How do you see it? I, the, look, the, I've, I've got to rewind things uh, a little oh, bit. Here we go. He's going <laughs> to suck up all the fucking podcasts. Going to be about him now. No, no. Look, when I was a kid, listening to Kyle on the Hot Thirty. How dare you? You hardly, <laughs> you hardly any age difference. Yeah, but 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 I used to, you know, I used to love and adore radio and and. Uh, I thought that Ugly Phil was great, but then when Kyle took over, all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, oh, shit, there's literally a madman on the radio. <laughs> like, 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 like they've, let, they've let a crazy person on the air and he's, and he's, and he's talking about, you know, how to, how to, how to get good blowjobs and how to, like, like it was, out, it was, you know, it was outrageous. And, and I remember thinking... Excuse me, we brought in the doctor from Dolly Doctor to handle that. <laughs> Because I couldn't talk about blowjobs, but the doctor, the hot Asian, who was the Dolly Doctor, she could come in and give a blow-by-blow detail. <laughs> James, you would have remembered those things. Well, I, I remember it all too well. <laughs> yeah. Know. But back then, I thought... That's how Bruno, Bruno learned how to blow a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, pr- practice makes perfect. So, so, so I remember from that age, I was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm going to work in radio and I'm going to work uh, for either one of two people, either Kyle or John Laws, uh, work my ass off and the opportunity came up to work with Kyle to be the guest booker. Um, That's right. That was your first that, job. That was it? my first job. And, you know, at first um, I think I was probably trying a little bit too hard to to be liked by Kyle and he despised me. That's right. And like, like I didn't think it was going to last. Like, I thought I was going to be gone after my first or second Didn't week. Jackie actually ban you from coming into the room that we broadcast from? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go in studio. So as the guest book, it was very difficult to bring a guest into the studio. So I'd, I'd open the door for them <laughs> and sort of push them in and, and, and gesticulate like, oh, the third chair on the, on the right is where you... But he sit. was, he, James, he oversold, like he'd come in like the clown. <laughs> oh, look who we've got. <laughs> it's Casey Donovan. Big deal. <laughs> right? I know the kid. She's the kid that went idle, the big girl. She had a sex addiction later on in life. We had her on the show recently. Right. Talking about how she was the, the winner of Australian Idol one year. And the next year she was showing up at up to five to ten blokes a day, uh, putting out for them all on, on right. Tinder. Don't you find that fascinating? Well, yeah. 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 But, but, but look, what ended up... got off track a what, bit. What <laughs> ended up happening, though, over now the ten years um, that, 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 that I've known Kyle, um, uh, he's, he's become uh, not only a mentor but a, but a close friend who I think knows more about me than my wife does and... Oh, you look! You Your see, wife hates Kyle, you. Kyle can't ever take anything like that seriously. He's doing, he's giving you a look like what a knob. But I'm being serious. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Well, you know. Well, tell us, okay. Tell us a little, a little bit about the group. You talked about it there. Now you've, you seem to be enjoying, um, 
you don't want to be just a media business. That's right. Because yeah. it's, I don't know, it's, it's probably harder. I mean, you, you're into um, alcohol. You've had the coconut water, isn't that's it? That's right, yeah. We've got the coconut water company, so that's H2 Cocoa. It's still got, going okay. Yeah, very well. Uh, we just, uh, myself and uh, three others, put together the uh, Sangria business. So Tegan's worked with me for ages and been best friends uh, for about 10 years. So I said, and her and her brother and her, uh, their family have alcohol. They've been doing it for ages, doing very well. And I said, look, I don't drink, but, you know, I saw something on CNN about a sangria and some guy had done a little rosé sangria in New York and it had gone great guns. And I said, what about sangria? And, and Teagues was like, oh, that's just usually rubbish wine. And I was like, oh, right, well, this guy's taken off. We should maybe, you know, we, we should maybe think about doing something like that. So Teagan and her brother David and Sam, the other wine guy, um, they got together and they said, well, well, we'd do a high-end sangria because they do all high-end wines. And that's never been done before. Like a high-end rosé, best grapes in the world sangria. I said, let's give it a roll. And it was a surprise hit. So we were just selling it online at first. Then uh, now it's in BWS, it's in Dan Murphy's, uh, Liquorland. They're all jumping on board, IGA Liquor, Celebrations. Like, uh, And I, I couldn't believe it. It's like one of those surprise side sort of uh, gigs that has, has taken on a whole life of its own. Now there's a Prosecco coming out in about a week. There's beer being launched um, in January. Oh, and um, all those grapes that got affected by the bushfires. So I bought them all from the farmers because they're going to get tossed mm-hmm. or thrown, used as pig food. So I, I said to our, our great um, winemakers, what can you make with, can you do anything with a smoky grape? And they were like, not wines, like they're a write-off. The only thing we could do is a smoky gin out of uh, okay. smoke-affected grapes. I said, fuck it, let's do it. Like the farmers have got to get paid one way. So we bought those smoke-affected grapes and that gin, that comes out end of January, beginning of February. Wow. So it's a nice thing to you know, be able to, those farmers to see them lose again, due to bushfires and I thought if we can and we don't make gin but we did a sidestep I thought if other people can make hand sanitizer, surely we can do something so we decided to make the smoky gin if that uh, gin takes off you're going to have to start another fire to get oh, I'll burn everything <laughs> I'll, I'll burn the whole fucking country to the ground <laughs> They'll be like, Sandland has been caught, he's the arsonist. <laughs> I'm doing it for the gin, folks. People who love gin. Right, wow. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot going on. And then uh, we've just gone into business with uh, another company that does um, live pets for children. Um, it's Kabuzi. They're, like, they're, um, they're hermit crabs and stick insects and, and we're doing a cartoon based on that. Zac Efron's going to be one of the voices. Danny Minogue will be one of the voices. I'll do one of the voices. I've got my music guys working on all the kids' songs, the live shows, merchandise, toys, the cartoons. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a bit on. going on, yeah. I'm actually annoyed it's coming into Christmas because I'm like, well, I'm just getting ramped up. And now everyone wants to lay around on the beach and relax with their family. Because is this the biggest crack at a, a business group you've had? Because you've, you've dabbled on and off over the years, haven't you? Yeah, I've and dipped my toe into a few things. The coconut water went really well. The Nueva, the, the alcohol business, it's blown me away. Uh, but it's mainly Tegan and Dave and Sam that have done all the hard work for that. Um, and I've, I've done a few things, financial types of things, but I, I, I pulled out of all of them. So none of them failed. Like, I pulled back and thought, you know what, it just doesn't feel the right the right mix. Have a little crack, but it's like going to the casino. If you've got a little bit of money and you're happy to lose all of it, bet. 
but I didn't want to bet the world on something I wasn't real sure of. So I'd, I'm, I'm happy to step back, and Bruno will attest to that. If I don't feel that it's the right thing, I, like I'll, I'll be the guy that does a U-turn and goes back and, and hits a, another road to success. I won't just keep Leyland Brothersing down the fucking track, you know, and fall off the end of the cliff. Yeah, it's true. And even right now... He knows he doesn't need you to back up. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say <laughs> that... that true. Uh, yeah, it, uh, but he was going to give us was, an example. I was, was going to oh, say okay. that... You know, an example, Like, right. for example, uh, you know, you, you saying, James, oh, you know, you, you're not just doing media stuff. Like, right now we're spending every day as well uh, working on... Um, uh, zero like bonds. A, yeah, zero bonds, like a fintech kind of platform. So, like a startup company. This is going to be big too. Because that's, that's got plenty of tech in it, and it's. Uh, and the, the thing yeah. about zero bonds is uh, a mate and I were talking because I've lived in cardboard boxes and I've rented a lot. I've owned properties and rent. I like renting because if I don't like it a year later, I can pack up. It's all one of the big criticisms you hear yeah. about people like you and Jack having talked about yeah. it on air. Oh, Kyle's always rented. He hasn't bought anything. Yeah, you who know, gives a fuck? I, I don't <laughs> care. Who gives a shit? What fat Dulcie had in Stan, Stanmore things. But, like, I've owned things before. Got the property, got the farm, got the place in America, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't mind renting because I like... I never know where I want to be. I don't want to commit to a house here and then sure. think I'm going to live in New York. Yeah. So my, so my so contract allows me to live wherever. Just on that, so you're... What sort of a businessman are you? Because you're reasonably well paid by um, yeah, yeah. ARN. Um, the, the do you? I mean, you, presumably you put up startup funds, but yep. do you need to see a model that it works? No. Do you, are you prepared to sort of? I'll take. I'll roll investing? the dice. Yep. I'll roll the dice on something. Um, but what I do is, so I don't know a lot about a lot. I know a lot about radio and TV. That's it. Anything outside of that, I'm, I'm willing to have a look at it. But then I, it's some, uh, this is what I've learned over the years, to get the right people that are, that are experts in that industry or that field around me, and then when everyone's nodding, yes, 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 this is working, I bring them on board, they've all got a bit of skin in the game, and then we slowly launch the boat out into the ocean and hope it doesn't sink. So you're never out there by yourself, you've always got some always expertise yep, yep. and people that assure you that, yeah, this yep. is going the right well, with direction. The, with the uh, New Wave of Sangria, the, the alcohol company, we've got a guy on the fields in the, in the, uh, in the orchards, one of the business partners, Tegan, who runs the, is the managing director and runs the whole show. Uh, she comes from an advertising, financial, uh, creative background, so she's very great with that. And then Dave, um, who's the smellier and uh, the, uh, just knows everything. He can smell a wine and know if a cockroach did a shit anywhere near the barrel while it was fermenting. Yeah. He's amazing. I don't know how they do this. Yeah. And, and wh- one thing that I've learned from Kyle, and sorry to sound like I'm brown-nosing you, what I've learned from Kyle is... I like it. It's fine. Yeah, we, <laughs> we invest in people. Correct. Yes. Investing in the right people. So I used to just, I used to just think, oh, anyone can do anything. But uh, after a few little sort of uh, hiccups, you realise you really do need to spend that time getting the right people around you and letting them actually have a chance at making some big coin if it's successful. I'm not taking all the money when these things work. I like to spread it around and then keep those people happy for as long as possible so they don't leave me because, you know, I'm desperately lonely. 
Do you? Do you? That's a joke, by the way. I bet you that doesn't come across well. <laughs> He's not joking. <laughs> Send him postcards. <laughs> are you? How hands-on are you? Are you in there, like looking at bank accounts? Yeah. And going, oh, geez, how much have we got? Well, What's I never the cash situation. Yep, I never used to be. I used to bl- blindly trust everybody around me in the early years, and a few people made some mistakes, which led to huge losses. Um, so, but now those those days are gone. So I've got, I do have great accountants, great lawyers, like different um, managers that run different departments of the business. Um, but I'm looking at the P&Ls every month. I'm, uh, they, they have to come to me if there's any purchases that aren't budgeted for. And I'll, I'm an R, but I'll, I'll let them have what I think they need. But um, there's no more people just running around buying and spending and yahooing around. The, those days are over. When I, it- I learned that from Kerry Packer. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I used to love it that Kerry Packer used to make them bring an em- empty biro back and show scribbling on a bit of paper. Look, it doesn't work. And they'd go, righto, you can have another biro. Well, that's because you, you just mentioned I was looking for a biro a minute ago and you said, yeah, i got plenty, not like Kerry Packer. That's right, yeah. <laughs> you can have, well, you don't even have to show that your old one doesn't work. We will allow you to have another one. <laughs> but make sure I leave it on the table yeah, when no, I go. Don't get fucking off with it. I'll tell you. <laughs> when it comes down, let's talk radio business for a second. Sure. When it comes down to negotiating with ARN, who sits at the table? Was, was Duncan Campbell, probably Kiron? Kiron, yeah. Yep. And you, uh, or me, do you have no, someone else that uh, no, starts it off? Or? I'll go there, but there's me, there's Bruno, uh, and then there's uh, Greg Stitch, our lawyer, one of the best yep. uh, uh, entertainment lawyers in the world. So this guy bounces all over the world doing big deals. Um, and then I'll go to the first meeting where it's all just cakes and smiles, then I'll leave, I'll tell Bruno and Greg what I want and how I want it, and then those two will argy-bargy backwards and forwards because I can't put up with all the, oh, well, if you give me this, I'll, I, don't, I just say I want this, this, yep. this, this, this. And it's always fair. I don't think it's ever, ever outrageous. A lot of other people will think it's outrageous, <laughs> but I myself have justified it to myself yeah. through dreams and fantasies. <laughs> that now, so I could, they signed you quite early. They re-signed you. They well re-signed. Before. So, were you in the last year of the previous deal or the first year of the new deal? I'm in the. the I'm right at the end of the original. Of yeah, the, that's what of I the thought. Second deal that we but did. But you've already signed the deal that starts actually next year. Correct. Yeah. Which is another five. No, what's that? Four. Another, another three. Another, another three. three. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. It was a five-year deal, but it was backdated. Yes. Yeah, it's right, all bled okay. over. So yeah, there's Another more money three. coming in January. Okay. Great news. Yes. The lots because of you, it. You see, we lost a heap for the uh, incentives when they stopped the surveys. Of course. Oh, fucking burn! Oh, I was wow. burning because you get a presumably a bonus if you perform, if you're number one or whatever it is. Correct. Yeah. Um, and okay. uh, and a share of profit but bonus. I presume you argued that hey, we're still number one, so. Not yet, though, but great minds. Great minds think alike. It doesn't mean there has to be a survey. If you're number one for the year... That's exactly what Greg, the lawyer said. it should be the same money. If you're listening to this, Duncan and uh, (laughs) Kieron, yeah, uh, give us some time next week because we're coming in with our reasons as to why I still deserve the bonus money. (laughs) Yes. That's true. Interesting, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. You seem to be really enjoying it at the moment. You're in a good space. Yep. Um, the, The show... I would imagine... I mean, it can go on, right? Because yeah. the <laughs> It can. It goes on uh, way Although overboard there was every one, day. There was one day when Jackie walked out 
earlier this year, I think, which doesn't happen oh, much. No, that hardly happened because she got to shit. She, she, went she mental, came back though. pretty quickly, but she went mental. But it did COVID. seem that was the the only time I thought this sounds fair income. Oh, it can, it's always fair income with her. Right. Um, she went mental during COVID. Yes. Poor thing, put on a heap of weight. And you played well. some of those highlights today, yes, actually. Yes, we which did. Were we funny. enjoyed those. <laughs> but she was, uh, and she was away from her child. She was not, not feeling so great. So it was hard for her. She had to go to Melbourne yeah, to do um, yeah. the, the Mars Singer. Singer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which she did a great job of. And she was doing the show every morning from down there, and they would push her to the limit. So a lot of that, and that argument when she strutted out, I think you'll find it was around that filming time and she was, like, getting hardly any sleep and, and Danny was really, like, she went crazy over uh, COVID down there and we didn't give a shit in Sydney. We were like, whatever. I was, I was listening to Trump. The, the China virus, uh, it's nothing. Anyway, Trump didn't win, so uh, no. I'm on Biden's side. <laughs> well, at now. least you, you've, you've realised that Trump hasn't won. You're not. Well, Trump the flag hasn't realised. Has Trump realised yet? I think he's sort of realised. Not officially, I don't think. We'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, so you've got a. So you're up for another three years. Yep. But you like doing big deals. I mean, you've been at ARN for quite a while. Seven years. Right. And you've always admired people like Howard Stern. Yes. Who've done, who go out there. We've just seen in the UK, Graham Norton's done a massive deal with Virgin Radio. Right. Sign, he's left the BBC. He's gone on to Virgin, which is DAB Plus only. Yep, yep. So not a lot of people can get it. But presumably the money was amazing. Um, company Correct. ultimately owned by Rupert Murdoch. But... Um, would you think there's, you know, is there some big deal in your future that you'd like to do to knock something out of the park? Sure. Well, I, the, as I said to Bruno, when like when Bruno got brought into the my company and realised, Jesus Christ, well, what sort of money is this bloke earning? I think you knew roughly, but you had no real idea how it was really formatted. Um, I told him, look, I'm well and truly at the ceiling of what you're going to get in Australia. Um, but, you know, I'm always trying to improve it or I'm trying to broaden the reach mm. and get more money. So, and, and everyone, you know, the, who knows where the, what, you know, as I said to Bruno, um, we'll always do what we do, but the platform may or may not change. Like we've already, I've already had a conversation with the head of Spotify US. Um, it's like a very informal chat about radio and uh, what we do on our show. Also, Amazon have also said, they've asked, you know, where are you at with contracts and how long the timing and and I said, look, I'm really happy on radio at the moment. iHeart's doing well for us. That gets the reach out there around the world, uh, which I love. Um, but, you know, to, I'm really happy with ARN, but I don't know what the future holds, where, you know, where the show may stay with ARN. They may progress and the iHeart might turn to something different. Amazon may come along and say, hey, we'll give you all this. But, you know, I, I will, I'm also very big. It's not just money driven. I, I don't want it to be too hard or people to have to pay to hear us. We should always be free. Uh, and I want as many people to be able to hear it as so possible. So you always want it to be free. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't mind if there's a, a platform, like if iHeart Radio came and said, we want to film it like TV like Sunrise or the Today Show, but you have to pay a bit extra to watch it, I wouldn't, I'd say, right, ever. So there's a tear. Yeah, yeah. I, as long as I'm making a coin out of it. <laughs> I'm not just doing it for ARN. I, I, I 
hesitant to push this too much because I don't want Kieran and, 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 and yeah. uh, Duncan ringing me up. But I remember we talked in the past because you used to spend a lot of time in the States and you, you had a bit of a dream of making it big in the States and you, then you seemed to not worry about it too much. And No, well... Or, I, I, or has it always been there a no, bit? No, it's always... Uh, because... Tracy Johnson, who's one of the world's biggest radio consultants, I was shocked one day. I read an article. Now, I read stuff every now and then, not a great deal, but no one had given it to me. I was just reading through it, and, and this Tracy Johnson, it's the best radio consultant ever. That's what I think, and he, I think a lot of people think that. He said there's only two radio shows worth listening to, the Howard Stern Show and the Kyle and Jackie O Show. I nearly fell oh. off my chair. <laughs> oh, what the fuck what is this? I was so excited. Remember me telling you? Yeah, it's incredible. Um, and so that really spun me out. And I thought, wow, okay. And there has been some discussion about, like, um, one of the networks wanted to syndicate us, our show in the United States on free-to-air FM. But they, when they sent back the edited version of how they could legally broadcast the show, I was like, oh, it's way too sanitised. Like, it had... It was like Rove was doing the show, like just talking but no, nothing funny. Mm. Uh, and no edginess, all the smut gone. And I was like, oh, I'd rather not do it. So, um, but Sirius XM have also made contact because I think every year Howard Stern says he's going to leave and they think, what are we going to do? So they go to uh, break glass in case of emergency. Well, what's the <laughs> Sandlands doing? But, and I've said to Bruno, let's not, fault, let's not chase that because if we ever did that, we'd have to just reimagine everything. We'd be doing it for a worldwide audience, not just an Australian audience. Um, we might have to rethink that. But we're on a lot of people's radar, but we're happy where we are and we're committed to ARN for at least three more years. So, yeah. Uh, can, can, and can, I'd can, like to stay there as long as possible, yeah. but any opportunity that came up where I thought well, it'd be great. Well, they're US connections. Show, exactly. They're you great. You know, iHeart is massive. So they yeah. could, you know... They could, but fuck, you know one gives a fuck about the, Australia. <laughs> the, 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 the inquiry that I get uh, very, very often from uh, media writers and journos is, um, hey, are you guys uh, going to get syndicated nationally? Oh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, I get that. Uh, every few days, I think actually I'd love that. Really, Kyle. Actually, you and I uh, just I deserve yes, that. You, you, you and I <laughs> well, yesterday were, were, were chatting to the head of Mumbrella, who yep. told us that oh well, you know, it's it's uh, kind of common speak in the industry that there's only one show that could be syndicated nationally. Yes, um, and, and, it's, and I brought it's it up Kyle before. I brought it up yeah. to Kieran, and he went, and I'll put the Irish accent on so you can understand the intensity of the man. <laughs> You already made enough money from it just with Sydney. Imagine the power you'd have if you were a number one in every fucking capital city. Oh, you could do and say anything and I'd be powerless. I laugh and say, you're powerless already. We're already doing this. People are already listening to other markets. Uh, but it's definitely something I want to do, but I'd never want to push other mm. announcers well, out of it. You've got old mate at Kiss in Melbourne, haven't you? Labby. Yeah. yeah. Chase. Yeah. You can yeah. know him as Chase. Yeah who was um, part oh, of your team. 100%. He's, he's great. Who was doing a big drive show until Hamish and Andy pushed him off air. That's right. Um, and, but so you'd like for him to be able to work. But do you... Yeah, but maybe he works for me. It's like uh, driving the cars or something. But, yeah. Oh, no, that's how we started. Do you <laughs> think you could really, though, nail a breakfast show in Melbourne that was syndicated? Yeah, it's easy. But it's the show, holy grail, isn't it, of not radio? Really, that, no, but no. other people haven't been able to make it no, work in Australia. Yeah, because they've always chosen the wrong station. They put a Triple M national 
And how do you talk about uh, NRL in Melbourne when they only care about AFL? So you need a show that's not sport. Not sports-related, doesn't have sports-related folks on it. Our show, um, and we've always done nationals until we went to breakfast because we talked about, um, like, celebrities, uh, relationships, uh, all national, international sort of stuff. We don't talk local. Like, we have the local news... But um, those things can be incorporated. I think ours is the only show that could ever possibly be nationally syndicated in Australia. Triple J is ticking along, but no one gives a shit about that. Um, it's just a little pissant thing. Would there be any blowback from the local audience, though, thinking, oh, we've got a Sydney show and... Don't care, don't know, don't know. But also, people, <laughs> people uh, overestimate the difference between Sydney and Melbourne. Like, sure, you know, there, there, there are some people that hate... Sydney, hate Melbourne, whatever it is, but overall... I don't know any of them. I don't know any of those people. To be honest, I only see them on forums, but... Forums, uh, losers, anyway. But but, but overall, most people, you know, work nine to five. They want to be entertained. They like the idea of hearing, um, uh, you know, a smart-ass making some clever dick jokes on the radio, and that's that. Yeah, but enough about Jackie. I'd rather (laughs) talk more about me. Because you don't mind people having a laugh at you really on air. No, no, not at all. Uh I think you've got to allow... If you are that much of an ego lunatic that you can't see your own flaws and faults and you can't have a laugh at yourself and be a bit self-deprecating, this is not the business for you. So I sat upright this morning, you came on in and said, oh, has Madonna died? And I thought, shit, what have oh, I, no. I missed, the, <laughs> oh, no, I missed right. the news? It was the... Uh, and you're having a laugh about Maradona. That's right, Maradona. Yeah. Easy mistake. A lot of people made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, I was um, looking at a photo of him in the newspaper at the time. <laughs> do you think people overthink radio? Yeah, I do. Because you, if you strip away your show, yep. it's pretty simple. It's not right? hard, yeah. I mean, you God, can, he's exposed us as a... They used yeah. to call it the... What was it the... Breakfast of Stars or the Breakfast oh, of yes. the Stars. And but, I told but you it. could get away some shows without a star. Oh, exactly. You'd have I, some I days it. it'd be just you and Jack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and better. it'd still work, yeah. People have probably liked it more. Yeah, I don't want to hear about what some no-name third-tier <laughs> fucking guy or Foxtel's talking I don't know him. I don't know half the people we talk about. And some shows, I think, worry about the quality of the caller they put to air. They always worry about that. With you. Bring on the whack job. You just, yeah, <laughs> don't screen the bloody calls. I mean, you yell that out to producers lots of yeah, times. Yeah, they're always... You just want to put the callers through. Oh, yeah. I, I remember yeah, when, I was, when I was producing the show, the way that the uh, phone screen is set out is the calls that you, uh, that you want Kyle and Jack to go to and that are vetted, you put them on the left-hand side <laughs> of the screen. On the right-hand side uh, are the they're ones... all the good ones. They never get through. <laughs> Are the, are, the, are the ones that, you know, we're working on, on getting rid of, so don't worry about them. <laughs> Kyle reads the screen from right to left, so he'll only ever take callers on the right, especially if there's a note being put there like, Band do caller, not do go not to where, do not swears, answer. Yeah. And, and I'll be like, hey, bye, Brian, yeah. good morning. Brian, hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'll never fucking get through you. Those fucking dogs that answer your phone a bunch of cunts. Well, that's it. There was, there was a guy this week, the... Um, Guy who thought he was a bit of a sex god. Too. Oh, yes, the you know, Kung Flu master. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he was, was something else. Yeah, but you get people like that who who might think, oh, this, this guy's not radio talent. Yeah, no, I want all of but, those yeah, on there. You want them. Yeah, I want a good, broad... And this is what I also said about uh, anyone from a minority group or person of colour or whatever. Every radio station, there's an unwritten rule. If you, Unless you're a white woman, you're not getting on the radio. That's so weird and so not what our culture is. 
I've got the Asians on, I've got the Lebos, I've got the Muslims on, uh, the Indians love me, and I do that stupid Indian <laughs> character voice, the Indians love Not as love much it. as you used to. No, I used to do it a lot, <laughs> but I haven't been told to stop. But the Indian people love it. Like, I see an Indian guy in the traffic, do the voice, do the voice. <laughs> no, I say, I'm not doing the voice. Uh, and the women like it. So we put old women on as well. There's so many older women, and I'm talking 60 plus, that ring us. Well, you look at your demos, you, you, you score pretty highly right across the board, it's don't you? It's weird, yeah. You know? And I went out uh, last weekend to Dan Murphy's because I got conned by my team to go out <laughs> whore myself at the bottle shop. Oh, you did a great job. Yes, <laughs> I know. Everyone was happy. Uh, I know, I know. Thank you. I don't need you to lick my ass about it. <laughs> but um, so I went out there and that's where you really see people face to face. Like <laughs> you've got bloody junkies there smoking in our ice pipes. <laughs> And you've got old women in BMWs that have driven from the eastern suburbs. Why aren't you at Bellevue Hill? I said, we are. We're at Bellevue Hill Bottle Shop. Oh, well, why, why didn't one tell one? So whatever. And you've got uh, kids, uh, every, every different group. Some bloke drove from Townsville. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Come on. He said, I've driven from Townsville. And I said, for what, on holidays? He said, no, just to be here. Yeah. Oh. And I couldn't believe it. I said, I, I worked in Townsville my first... I know, yeah, yeah 4TO. 4TO, group. the guy, he knew everything. So it was weird, but, um, yeah, all different walks of life. I think people are surprised. There's the Mossman sort of soccer mum, teenagers, tradies, grannies, businessmen, pilots, teachers. They're all there. It, it's good. It feels good. Just, just on that quickly, it reminded me, that it was a sad day when SCA axed all those regional breakfast shows, wasn't it? It was. I, I listened on that final morning to as many as I could. There was some bloody good radio going to air. Yeah. It was amazing stuff. It and was, now they're all gone, you know? It's just I, like I one show it. each day. Nah, it was, it was a real... And you know what the problem is over at SCA? They're so thick with higher-end management that have got no idea what they're doing. And then all these young, it was the whole new, the new the brigade of young programmers, radio announcers, producers, and you, you can make some mistakes in the country stations and the, re, the regional stations. That's where you cut your teeth. That's where you learn. I, I say learning off Broadway. Before, you make all your stupid mistakes um, in those little country stations. Then you get to a bigger station, Gold Coast, Newcastle, Canberra sort of state, Wollongong. And then your next step should be a capital city. They've chopped out half the, half the country's uh, new so radio So they could talent. come back to impact the industry when there's... I feel it when will. When it's going to be hard to, to you know, find new talent oh, that's had some sort of yeah. experience, I guess. Well, where do they learn now? What, community radio? Uh, like, you know, like they've got to, these people... Even though you're not paid a lot in the country radio stations, you do it because you love it. And if you've got a couple of bucks in your pocket enough to buy food and pay rent, um, then, and, you, and you stay in the field. But if you're just doing it for free, like it's indoor cricket, like you, you eventually, oh, you throw it to the side, yeah, oh, it's not going to be for me. So I really think they did really put the hatchet through future radio people coming up. Really sad too because, you know, they wanted to be the biggest, biggest network. Oh, we're going to be... And then they just fucked everyone over in it. And they can't even run their capital city stations. They should all leave with, with, a, with their head held in shame. Your um, ARN pay you an amount that they need to get back, obviously. Do uh, they? It's <laughs> going to be hard to get that back. Well, because it made me think, <laughs> oh, though. Oh, is that when, how it works? <laughs> when, when, when you, which is a rather large sum, but when that ticks over into your bank account, do you ever sit back and think, 
How are they getting it back? I mean, because I'm not mm. great on business, and yeah. I think, geez, they're going to have to sell a lot of ads. Yeah, because there's do. you, there's Jack, yeah. there's a, probably radio's biggest production team. Yes, and they're all paid pretty well. Those kids. Yeah, they're all in a hundred each at least. I so you know, they they obviously do. I mean, is has staying just staying on till ten or ten thirty? Is that anything to do with it? They don't want me to. Or stay could on you 10. get the same money if you knocked off it? Oh, and they want me off air at nine. Really? Yeah, is that right? Bruno's had a million conversations with them. <laughs> oh, I've like, had management we say, we'll buy you a car if you can get Kyle off air at nine. Wow. And I just say, no, nah, like the running sheet's the running sheet. But there's, their idea, like, and radio, God bless the program, is they're like, just do a one three-minute break. And I said, yeah, what, and then play a five-and-a-half-minute ad break? No, thanks. And they go, but you're doing a 20-minute break and you're still playing the five-minute ad break. And I'm like, but the balance is I'm giving them 20 minutes talking and the five minutes should fly past. If I'm just talking for three minutes, playing huge ad, ad breaks four times an hour, I just feel like I'm ripping them off. Because you hear people say things like, oh, if Kyle's on air longer, they can charge breakfast rates well, they're for not. the ads. But they're not. But they could get more ads away if you weren't on air. Yeah, well, it? what they're actually doing is anything that I play after nine, they're uh, obviously refunding the money to some people. <laughs> and I said, you are stupid. Mm. Sell the show, 9 till 10. Yeah. Don't sell times that we've been... The whole time we've been on, we've been going way past 9. I mean, it sounds like more K and J FM than KISS FM because when you're not on air, there's virtually your... Non-stop. Your branding in every break. Yeah. As you, yeah. And they're playing little highlights or things like that. And so they should because... Yeah, they, yeah, they should get their money's worth out of it. They'd have, they should play it 24 hours a day on all the stations and they still wouldn't get their money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, somebody had paid it, so whatever. That's right, and their share price is good. Their share price is great. Yeah. So the whole company, the value of the company has gone up. And yes. then just the thrill of that, I think, I don't know, then all of a sudden Brisbane went number one, then Adelaide was number one, and then uh, Melbourne's a bit of a different story because... You know, the COVID thing's really thrown them around this year. Yeah, it has. So it's hard to tell what's going to go on down there when things go to normal. Uh, and people do gravitate towards AM stations during uh, trouble times. They want to hear more news. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to let Brooklyn take over. <laughs> that fucking whining voice telling me <laughs> about, oh, the COVID this, oh, the COVID. We try to give them, a, give them all the information on our show but still keep a sense of some sort of normalcy. That's what I was after. You've had a pretty interesting year with intern Pete, who's... Oh, um, yes. You seem to be getting on very well with him, and I was mentioning it to Bruno just before we were having a chat. The, um, I, I'm not sure how good it is for the show when you get on with the staff, because <laughs> something that has always been a big appeal of what you and Jackie do is the peak behind the scenes. Yeah. Right? Nothing's ever covered up. It's yeah. always talked about on air. If there's ever disputes or arguments, yeah. it's always sorted out on air, which the viewer loves being a part of all. When you're getting on with everybody, it's... Mm, it's, it's not as fun. No. I agree. But Pete said Pete had a lifestyle change. So remember how he was a fat, ugly, like, mongy-looking Dumb. freak? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I can't agree to that, of course, but... He, <laughs> of course not. He looked well, a little... He look, well, I'll agree with He looks different to what he does he now. He does. So, no, yeah. Now he looks like a muscular athlete. Yeah. Still ugly. Uh, still dumb. Uh, but it's still a great... Just still a great kid to have around the radio. Oh, John, do you remember... Coffee John's here. Do you remember when Pete came on air and told everyone that he was secretly in love with you and you had to shut him down? Yes. Yeah, oh, that was one of my favourite moments of all time broadcasting. Right. So Pete came on and said that he was in love with one of the other staffers, Coffee John, 
Coffee John's a very good-looking yeah, homosexual Co- man. Coffee John's like, he's like a list in the in the gay yeah, like looks. He, he, yeah. could, he could bang anyone he wants. Oh, yeah. Intern Pete would have to always pay top dollar. Right. Uh, so very different-looking blokes. And he came on and he confessed his love for John. John was there in the studio. No one knew anything about it. I like Pete. He's sort of like the three-legged dog. No, no one's going to give him a prize. Pete was at Today as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Pete yeah. was at Today. Yeah. I've got no memory of him being at Today. He'd fi- yeah, he I used to fill in for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was. But but I used to think he was really an intern. See, I'm, I'm yeah. one of your average <laughs> listeners, right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I just believe stuff you yeah, say. Yeah, and, yeah. And then you learn, if you listen long enough, you, yeah, you, realize, you eventually oh, get the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> the Because this year you've been in pretty good health too, I would imagine. Yeah, really Because well. you're not... You used to, you guys got so good at doing best ofs. Yeah. I could never pick it unless you're listening at six o'clock. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. But once the show starts, you do such a good job and you, you, your producers do such a good They're job. They're very good producers, you yeah. know. But yeah. I think you've been live pretty much all of this year. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I had big um, blood pressure issues and I had sleep apnea. I didn't realise that I was holding my breath when I was sleeping and I wasn't getting a proper amount of oxygen and that would give me cluster headaches and I'd go to do the show. Some days you'd be so crippled with headaches, you'd wake up and I'd be projectile vomiting for hours because of the pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I didn't know what to do. So eventually, you know, I would used to go to a, like just any medical centre and someone would say, oh, I'll take this or take that or what have you tried this or have you tried drinking water? And I'd just, I just thought, oh, I'll just be this my whole life. And I've had that since I was a teenager, those headaches. Um, so the right doctors, eating well, sleeping properly, um, getting rid of the sleep apnea or dealing with that and medicating the blood pressure, I've felt completely different, like alive again. Yeah. And I fantastic. hate missing the show. A lot of people thought, ah, oh, he's a lazy bastard, he just couldn't care less. But it was always crippling pain that would stop me from going. Now I just don't have that. Can't even remember the last time I even had a headache. Did, did they used to penalise you if you were away? Yes, they oh, did, yes. Well, that's a bit harsh. Yeah. We'll talk to the lawyer about that <laughs> shit as well. That's fucking bullshit. Well, that, well yeah. I'm I should make him pull the fucking billboards down when I'm sick as well. <laughs> yes. That's going to be worth something, right, James? Wow. To do the billboards. If yeah, they leave yeah, the billboards yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, write that down for Brent F. Well, what about week. we do this? A competition, right, where you can win $250,000 and we, we rig it so that we get it back so into I your account. Yes. No, I don't think there's <laughs> No, I don't think we want to be party to any of that. Uh, no way. Any of that. That's it's the last of... thing we want. Brenna, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> While you're in the mood talking about your contract, and I've got to be careful here too because I don't want to take you down a path I'll get into no, trouble. No, do what you want. D- are there are other things, kickers, like you mentioned the promotion. Do yep. you say, look, you've got a you've got to come to the party and, you know, you've got to promote this show a certain way or you've got to give Oh, that's all in the contract. So there yeah. are, there is fine print about things like that. Yeah, and like Bruno, when he read my contract, when he came from being the executive producer to my manager, he laughed out loud like multiple times he's flicking through a 300-page contract and he goes, it actually says in here <laughs> you can't get fired for any reason. I said, that's right. It's someone else's fault. Never mind. All right. Um, that's why the censor's there. We don't have to have that censor by the government. I put the censor there so she's like a safety net. Mm-hmm. So she's the one who's like... She's trained and, and experienced in what I can or can't say legally, uh, slander, blah, blah, blah. Um, so she's in there. And there's lots of kickers. There's like you have to advertise the, the same amount every year. I have to 
sign off on every employee that comes or goes, including senior management. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't just sell us and have some loser show up. I have to agree. Because I remember you were pretty pissed off one day about something in the boardroom or they'd spent some money or they hadn't Yeah, they bought a new boardroom money. table after right. they uh, okay. had to fire a heap of staff. I right. said, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, and then staff cuts, that's right, salary yeah, yeah. cuts. But apparently they'd already ordered that table and I made an asshole of myself. <laughs> so I went on air and cracked it about it and they said that they'd booked that table oh, like nine months before. Right. So thank you very much for your kind <laughs> words on air, but just for clarification... They didn't fire a heap of staff and then buy a boardroom table. I didn't they, realise there was, there was such a lead time on uh, boardroom tables. Oh, nine yeah. months. I, even I, a, I made a kid in nine months. Yeah, but even if you go down to buy a couch, you've got to wait nine years for the thing to show up. Bloody hell. Don't you just go into Fantastic and just... Isn't that what ARN does? I don't just think there's any Fantastic Furniture boardroom tables. I haven't seen those. Right. Okay. The um, next year, new radio year will start. Everybody's hoping the COVID impact will be less on the market. Yep. Your old mate Dave Hughes will be in the Sydney market. Yes. I rang him last week actually when the rumour was just before well, I heard it was that. announced. He, he, he were, there was an opportunity presented itself yeah, or something. Yeah, I rang him and said, Which Hughes, I thought was quite a clever way to put it. Yeah, well he shit himself. <laughs> so I rang him and he went, hello. And I went, Hughes, it's Kyle. Oh! Like you realised, fuck, I shouldn't have answered. Because it was still only the rumour. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you, uh, is any truth to these rumours you're coming to Sydney? He went, oh, well, an opportunity has presented itself. Give him a call, actually. Let's get him on now. You want to give him a call? Give him a ring. We'll get, uh, can we get a call yeah, into this panel? We'll get a, yeah, I can get a call into this panel. I think so. Okay. So, Rango, he's very nice. And I said, look, are you coming to Sydney or not? That's the room. He said, yeah, an opportunity has presented itself, blah, blah. Oh, you're not going to be angry. I said, no, mate. No. I said, I'm, I'm glad. Um, uh, you know, congrats. I'll just say congrats. He's been I buried the hatchet ages ago. Um, You've been on his show, haven't you? Yeah, 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 I went on his TV yeah. show, yeah. yeah. Usually we have a problem. Well, he was on ARN for a year, remember, him and Kate? Oh, that's right, of course, yeah, Drive, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they asked me before they hired them, hey, what are we going to do? What are we doing here, Bruno? Oh, we're ringing Husey. Stand by, everyone. Husey on the air soon. By the way, this mic's... What's happening? Hey, Husey, it's Kyle and Bruno and James Manning from Media Week. Hey, buddy. Yeah, hey, hey James. Husey. Hey, Bruno. What are you doing? Mate, I'm... Uh, just went for a run, buddy, so trying to get the body fat percentage down before I hit Sydney. So. Oh, well, I see what you're well, trying to do. Your point of difference is you're the lean, thin one. Cusey, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, the young. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here with Kyle. You might think this is a bit weird, but I, I asked him, I thought, look, you know, it's going to be a new radio market next year, some fresh competition in the market. Husey will be here. And I think Kyle thought, thought in all fairness, he should say what he's going to say in front of you and yeah, get your right. feedback. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Do it, mate. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not worried at all. And, uh, but You're I, yeah, no, sh- I haven't finished. <laughs> <laughs> the chemistry's I'm off. You and, you and I would never be able to do a show together because the chemistry's off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not worried at all. And no. continue. No. Is there, is there, oh, oh, and guess what? I've got bad news for you. I've got some bad news. You know, yes. how, how we said we're friends and everything. Yeah, I, yep. I snatched up. We're not on air now. We're just recording right. this for James. Oh, yeah, I know. I've got Kyle Bentley yeah. on the phone. Who are Kyle, Carrie. Who are you, Karen, are you, are you Karen, talking Karen, to? Tom, I've got to go on air with Carrie and Tommy. I've got to go on air. Fuck Carrie and Thank Tommy. You. Who's Dominic? <laughs> no, well, I've got to go on air with Kyle. Oh, fuck. What? Go then. <
the, the feud's it's back on. <laughs> I want to go bring it back. Fuck, oh. they're really cracking the shit in here. Go on, <laughs> fuck off then. Okay, he's gone. Uh, he won't know whether I'm angry or not. So, how dare he drop a pre-recorded podcast for a live broadcast on radio for Kerry and Bobby? Who's Kerry and Bobby? Kerry and Tommy, who are doing a three-hour drive show next year. Oh, they're the they're project guys. Yes, yeah. yeah. They'll be they'll on be the Hit Network Drive. Yeah. Right, enough of that shit. We yeah. don't care about them. So, is there room for another... Um, show to do well, like Husey in the Sydney market, do you think? No, or, I don't. Because he's going to have to take listeners, you would imagine, from somewhere else. I'm pretty sure he'll take him from Nova. He's a Nova type. You know those types? The Nova type? You know, they're not the, you know, the ones. Not my type. Yeah, but Nova's a little bit edgier, at least musically. Oh, than Two Day. Yeah. Yeah, than Two Day. Well, so. yeah, Nova's the kind of dad joke kind of... No when one they likes started, your work Nova kind was, of vibe. Nova yeah. was a really edgy music station when it started. Yeah, well, and then it changed. It's, yeah, it's morphed a little bit, hasn't it, over the years? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what their music position is now, but... I don't think they're real sure either. But it's the same, like, Kiss, Nova, there's similarities in the playlist. To me, the, the old Today Network was the easiest music position to understand. Exactly. Play the hits. Yeah, Don't stuff it. about. Yeah, yeah. If it's popular, play it. Yeah, exactly. Isn't, isn't that still a good position to have? Well, that's what you and I think, but yeah. uh, radio programmers <laughs> must think, hey, let's not do the easy, obvious thing. Let's do the hardest, or weirdest, wackest thing and see if that works. Mm. It's not hard to do this. Very simple stuff. Radio's not hard. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'm it, not pretending to know more than no, but it's hard. a lot of... But, but it's you hard would when think you don't know a, what you're doing. Yeah. But it's a, it used to be a simple form. When I used to work in magazines, we published Smash Hits magazine. Smash Hits... Oh, I love the stickers on Smash yeah. Hits. Yeah. Smash Hits' thing was, if it's in the top 40, yep. it's got to be in Smash Hits. Exactly. There was no other consideration. Well, that's a very simple idea. And yeah. Look and how it, good that was. And the, yeah, and it eventually stopped. But, uh, but it rang successfully yeah, no, for a long time. Yeah, it stopped because magazines died. Yeah. But you would think if a song's popular, play it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly Do right. You, need, you don't need to research endlessly, I don't think. Oh, no, you know what? Before Husey rings back, this is what I was going to tell him. And he may not ring back because he may be scared. But Bruno and I have already purchased and currently Bruno and I personally own the Morning Crew social pages and, uh, what is it? Husey, Ed and Aaron. Uh, we own all those social medias as well. So I don't know how the people are going to know they exist. So like what, Twitter handles? All of it. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook Twitter, and- Instagram. We own them all. What, what wow. would we sell it for? Oh, ten million dollars. <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just, I was <laughs> just wanting. Yeah, I was just wanting a new PlayStation Five. No, so way, well, no you say ten no, million dollars, okay. and I laugh. But then again, you got to think that a company the size of um, Southern Cross Stereo and how important the Sydney market is to them. Yeah, they'll pay ten, <laughs> ten million dollars. They'll pay. So here's the ransom note, SCA. <laughs> if you want all your social handles for your new breakfast show. Meet me in King's Cross at the second bin behind the Coke's machine and uh, pay up. Or go just to me with a PlayStation 5 and I'll give it to you. Hey, Bruno. On the DL. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've, now we've 
we've gone crazy, James. You can tell now. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. looking at so us. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, we'll chop that out. As, <laughs> as, chop all that out. As we're speaking today, we're recording this, you've only got one show left. Yeah. Um, you had an amazing show today, one of your busiest shows of the year. Was busy. And and less than an hour later, you turn up here for the podcast. So I was so, so impressed. So oh. well done for that. Plus, I did a pre-record with Shane Warne, and I'm just after you. I've got a... Okay. Uh, Sean Mendes interview to do as well. Okay, well, Flat give out. me a signal when we've got to wind up for that, Bruno, too. So, oh yeah, no. The um, so you had the premiere on. Now that was a classic interview today. She's great. You, She's always. But good. you don't hold back on the the, the love making yeah. jokes, the um, <laughs> dating jokes, which yeah. no one else would be sort of game to, to do. But, but she was I very do, happy I with do it. Do it with respect. She yeah. knows I like her. I'm not. Well, she did say. Well, no, Jackie said respect. Yeah, yes. She? Gladys always reminds she was me laughing, that she's the premier. She? Yeah, she laughs along. She listens to the show as well. Her staff listen. Oh, her sisters. Hang on, the shoes he's oh, here's his, his ringing back, is he? Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, hang on. Hello. Hang on. Hello. Here we go. Hello. Oh, Shoesy. You're not plugged in, you dumb no, fuck. No, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it through Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Hello. Bluetooth should be. We're using a Rode uh, Podcast Pro for anybody interested in. The Can you look at the oh, window? There we go. There, there we go. go. Sorry, Hughesy. Hello. Hello. Sorry, Hughesy. Speaker or not? Yeah, you're on. on you're on. You're on. Yeah, I'll put you on speaker as well. Yeah, okay. okay. With, we're with Carrie. Hey, we're Carrie. Hi. Hey, Bobby. Double word. Tommy, is that right? Yeah, right. Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Now, hey, Kyle. Hi, guys. Hey, Kyle. Hey, is that Carrie? Tommy? Hey, hey, Kerry. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Husey. Hey, brother. Now, can we get them to look out the window? Yeah, we'll look out the window now. You're above the uh, the Sydney Opera House yeah. and the Sydney Harbour Bridge Palm. See what you can see in the sky. Oh, you God, see someone go and look. Husey's doing go, something look. in the sky. I'll go. Bruno, run outside. Have a look. It's our birthday present to Husey for his 50th. My 50th today, by Are the way. Are you 50? So, yeah. Oh, my God. They've hired so, someone really old to do the breakfast show. <laughs> <laughs> three months younger than me, right? So don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There's, there's a spell in the <laughs> What is it? What's in the sky? I my name wrong, guys. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Who's Hugsy? Who's Hugsy? Who's <laughs> Hugey? Guys, you've got to be it. Did you mean that or not? No, no. That's, I've got the message here. Oh, right? I've got the message oh, here. Oh, my God. Night. You know what? They would never happen over at our network. Well, look. <laughs> <laughs> Happy is that yeah. I personally have bought all the social medias for the t- Today FM Morning Crew, The Morning Crew, Husey, Ed and Aaron. I own them all. <laughs> I'm not joking. So how much do you want for them? Yeah, how much? What are we saying, mate? We've got to at least okay. start at what a million. A million and go up from there. <laughs> Look, uh, that's disappointing. Or is it? Am I, I'm, I'm flattered by that. Well, I think we've got a refund from a skywriter. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel, Carl, about your new competition? He's fine about it. No, I'm fine. Yeah. Listen, listen. The last person that uh, went up against me, Rove, we destroyed him. Merrick and Rosso destroyed them. And Merrick <laughs> even came on the other day, or was it Rosso? Can't remember. And said, "Oh, no wonder everyone listens to this show because I told everyone that Jackie got bitten on the flap by an ant." Okay. <laughs> You've done that, sorry. Stop on the flat line air. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you start throwing me. You said I had to help you out. <laughs> oh, Hughie. 
Now look, you might have spelled our name wrong, Kyle. Can you oh. please, anyone, can you, where are you? Can you look out the window or not? Hey, Kyle, yeah. have, you, have you brought up that domain name as well? No, think? no, I gave that a slide, that one. Uh, I, I should, yeah. Immediately I'll go out and buy that one. <laughs> Bruno, get, a, get Hugsy, get Hugsy on there as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm on it. Hugsy, Ed and, Al, Hugsy, Ed and Ellen or whatever, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, look, congratulations, I, I wish you all the best. Have a good holiday too, guys. Uh, yeah. You too, mate. Good on you, mate. I'll bye. see you soon, mate. Love bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Have a lunch. Bye. 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 Hey, there's nothing so. in the sky. Oh, well, I, I think there must be down... Near the Opera House. Oh, if you look west. Don't worry. From where we are. They, didn't, they couldn't even spell his name spell. right. That's S-C-A Well, that's going to go down in folklore. If, <laughs> if a show doesn't rate, people are going to bring that up no, all the I mean, time. No, that's so I'm, true. I'm, I'm even just looking up like on uh, Twitter on and Twitter? stuff. No, no one's saying Put anything Put it up on it. the big screen here. You get the Opera House there, get that satellite shifted. Let's see. So that was Husey. Oh, here we go. What's it say? This doesn't look... What's that say? It says... Hug me, Hugsy. Huggers. Who's Hugs? Huggies. How embarrassing. Uh, happy birthday, Huges. Huges. Happy birthday, Huges. Fucking SCA. Couldn't get a root in a brothel with a wheelbarrow full of money. By the way, that, the photo that I'm looking at doesn't look like it's above the opera house. It looks like it's above some, someone's bushes in <laughs> the backyard. Bangalore State Forest. across the southern yeah, highlands yeah, exactly. or something. They, that, now, this is... So that was... The hit networks. Yes, that's Husey. Primetime trio, Husey and then Carrie and Tommy. That's right. So they're going to be on six hours a day, those three. They ring me all the time. I get weird phone calls. Hadley rings me, Alan. Right. Laws, he always wants to do lunch. Yes. I get on pretty well with all of them. I know we have a rivalry on the air. Are you it's back, true. Are you on terms with Ben Fordham? Because oh, Fordham's that fine. That was it's a bit just, prickly. Oh, I don't mind Ben, he's just a pest. He's that sort of, like, over-the-top guy. Oh, welcome. He's like a salesman. Like, Fordham will do okay because old people don't know whether Alan's there or some people still think Laws is there. They don't know. But Fordo's okay, but he's like, a, he's like that guy at the front of, you know, Target on the weekends with the little microphone yelling at women to come in and buy the socks. And people like that. His audience like that. He sounds informed. He doesn't really know. He's an all right bloke. There's nothing wrong with him. It's just not my cup of tea. Do have other people in radio come to you for advice or plenty? I mean, don't let's not identify them. Maybe yeah, yeah. But, but people have said to you, "Oh, look, you know, have you got any secrets?" Or no secrets, but I've helped people out, big names too, with contract negotiations. Oh, okay, though well, that's another one. Yeah, or helped them break obviously. down okay. their value. Right. And um, I've even rung other CEOs of other places and said, you're making a big mistake. Right. Doing this, that and the other thing. Yes. So, like, and I've been, I think I've worked for half of them before. So everyone who's anywhere, I've, I've had something to do with them. I've either worked with them or had run-ins with them or something. But, yeah, it's, it, it, I've got to go, get along pretty well with most people. Since you've been at ARN, have there been any serious attempts to get you to consider one day moving away? Uh, no, not really. We, we've or attempts to break up the partnership? No, no. The last people that tried to break up the partnership was Nova years ago when they offered me something and offered Jackie something in different cities. Okay. And we, we were thick as thieves, so there was no way that was going to happen. Um, and the only people that we've spoken to um, is Amazon and um, okay. Sirius and um, Spotify. 
but they're you all Spotify need Spotify got a lot of money. Spotify got a lot of money, but how much did they give Joe Rogan? It was hundred million. It's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. But I said because we had a, a sort of opened with the head of Spotify. He goes, I don't understand why people still listen to radio. Like we've got all these, and I said, well, you're never going to replace radio with just Spotify songs. I said people listen to that. I said you replace the cassette or the iPod or the CD or the. Uh, that's what you're replacing. You're not replacing their friends and their news and their entertainment. And I said you're thinking wrong. And that's when and the penny dropped on that phone call. He was like, oh, right. He goes, we always thought we would replace everything, not just the CDs. I said, you're just replacing the music. Then, like, months later, then they did the Joe Rogan thing. They've talked to me on and off, and I said, I'm, I can't do anything. I'm happy where I am. Um, and we committed for years and years to come. So, but they made it quite clear that there could be a home somewhere else. And I said, look, the, I'll just keep putting out the content, what, what, the home of, or the platform of what that is delivered on, it does change every five, ten years. So whilst radio's radio, I love it how it is. I'm happy to stay there, but you just never know. Well, I'll be speaking and doing what I do for a long time, but who knows where it'll be in the future. By the time you and Jackie are finished at ARN, it'll be over $100 million, won't it? I would imagine. I think it's already... It's probably already tipping yeah, over that it's time. already around that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's like, hey, I never thought. My mum rings me every now and then and laughs. And says, remember when you first said you were going to drive the radio station car in Townsville? And uh, I said, yes. And she said, nice. No. said, oh, well, what are you going to do as a backup plan? You can't do that forever. So she always has a good laugh about that. And we have, we have a good chuckle, me and mum. What was the first paycheck from Radio Gig? <coughs> it would have been about 50, 100 bucks or something, wouldn't it? No. I, I, I signed on as a casual... And it was $11 an hour, and I worked for one hour a day, Monday to Friday. Wow. And that affected my homeless allowance. Oh, what is, who's that now? Oh, I'm catching up with oh, my David mate Oldfield. For, for lunch, yeah. Ah, that. <laughs> I was going to take another call, but we won't take it. <laughs> Do you keep in touch with any of your mates from the old earlier days in radio? Well, I was just talking to Jackie about this the other day. I actually, I, I, I think when I was going from station to station, a different one every year, you would keep in contact with people, but then they they drivel off, and then you don't know that they don't keep in contact. And I change numbers, and unfortunately, um, every now and then someone will pop up. Like my primary school friend, this is way before radio. Um, it was was Spencer or Jamie Housen from the ABC in Brisbane. He went on for great success, um, having the breakfast show number one in the ABC in Brizzy. But him and I used to go to primary school together, and we'd record each other. Uh, it's like some fake radio show or fake or TV news sitting in his mum and dad's bar mm. and his mum would come in and go, stop being so stupid, you boys. And he'd be like, mum, you've screwed up the radio show that we're doing. And then we both went up and uh, did radio. But we never really thought at that young age we would. But you see people pop up every now and then around the place. Spencer gave up his show just to work as uh, management in the ABC, which yeah. I was always surprised by. But I... Well, he may want uh, he might have uh, eyes on Ida's job. Like, he's always been a clever kid. Yeah, yeah. He's a man now, he's a like I'm bloke. saying. He's not 50 but years, can, he's the same age. Can yeah. I tell you something really weird about you doing one of your, like, one of your first shows with Spencer? Yeah. Is my very first radio show in community radio, I did it with Spencer's brother. Who cares? 
No one gives a shit about that. Oh, some bloke that works with Kyle once did a show with someone that was once famous in Brisbane's brother. Well, I just thought Jesus. it was quite. I just thought it was quite the coincidence. No, it is. It is. I'm being an asshole. Yeah, no, it is. That's an interesting thing. Now, a couple of Still things get cut out as well. Yeah, I get that. Before I get pulled off air too. Uh, um, I shouldn't say that, should I? It's a no, you can get pulled awkward. on air if you want. You've got to pay Bruno fifty though. Ah, the resties. Yep. Your friendship with John Ibrahim. There was a piece in the paper today yeah. about the new movie yes. that the fantasies, no, or a TV series. Yep, You TV probably series. know about this. I do. I do know all about it. So now the fantasies recently left Endemol Show in Australia. Yep. Presumably they will start up on their own. Oh, they're moving next door. Okay. Their, their production company is going to be right next door to But I would have thought there'd be some gardening leave they maybe have to fill out before they can start again or... Maybe. Don't know. Which is why they're a bit reluctant to talk at this early stage, but... Right. But oh, well, you lucky you mentioned that or I was going to tell everyone <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh, they're building but next door. They're not starting their own business. You're not an investor or anything in in this project or uh, no, partner but, or no, anything? but I've been uh, spoken to about the story. Uh-huh. Uh, so I feature in John's book a few times. Uh, and John even contacted me this morning because we are talking about it on the radio show. And he was texting me backwards and forwards about, you know, I said I want to see the script and they've got the first draft. And, and when I read in the paper this morning, it's going to be Sopranos-esque. I was like, great. Because the Underbelly series they did about him was awesome, mm. but it was more about the Underbelly vibe rather than everything else. That's, John's a very complex, very funny, very generous, um, decent, loyal, the most loyal friend I've ever had. Um, and then... You would think that his friends would be very loyal to him as well, but he's had every whack job, nutter, uh, thug, gangster, hottie, whatever. He's had them all in his life. He knows A-listers right down to people doing in Supermax prison right now, including family members. So his real whole life story, Underbelly just stuck the toe in the water. This new real story of his... It's gonna, it's gonna be like, oh, it, I can't wait for it to see it. Yes, yeah, and no, I'd be massive, and you'd think they'd be real interest globally in this because it's, yeah, going, oh, it's going to be amazing. HBO story. are talking to them, and it, like they've got a lot of the fantasies behind it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they don't muck around. They're, they're, oh, they're yeah. the best in the business. They've got the magic touch when it comes to TV. For exactly. Sure, yeah, you know, like, I was talking to John this morning. Who's going to play me, Chris Hemsworth, or maybe Luke Hemsworth, <laughs> or maybe Liam? Yes. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe Jack Black, Ryan thought. Well, Brian. Jack Black What's wouldn't be bad. Bruno. Oh, Bruno, yeah. yeah Bruno maybe, Bruno maybe Idris Elba or uh, <laughs> Gerard Depardieu, you know? You get... Are you making... Are you think... No, I know what he's doing. <laughs> what? Well, he can't pay me because he's a black man. Oh, uh, yeah, but, like... Uh, I'm no, a white, fat, bearded man. Well, okay. they, they could, though. You don't have to be... You know, you could... Yeah, you could Listen, still do it. What you about, could have okay, a bit of poetic licence. What about Kevin Sorbo? Who's that? He was the guy that was... Um, oh, um, that uh, sitcom, wasn't it? Um, no, 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 hang on. No. He was that superhero you, you guy. Bring up only names people know. Oh, wasn't he a Tarzan or he Hercules? He was uh, or Hercules. Hercules. It was Hercules, <laughs> remember? <laughs> oh, come on. Now he's being an arsehole. <laughs> Something uh, else I wanted to get your opinion on, that uh, gold... One, was it 104.3 in Melbourne? Mm, yeah. Um, Christian uh, Christian station. O'Connell. Yeah, I love his show. Came, yeah. Came in from the UK. Everybody thought, or a lot of people thought, uh, there's no way you could transplant a guy from England. I know. know. I read that, and, and, went, um, and I thought I thought the opposite. I and thought, I started listening when I first heard to his England show. And I yep. thought he's pretty good. He's great, and he's just again, it's a really simple show, pretty much celebrity free. Do you know what the secret to great radio is? 
No, tell them. Putting people that are great at doing radio on the radio. And then let them and do the it. show. Yeah. yeah. You don't need the world's best comedian. You don't need some chick off The Bachelorette. It, it doesn't relate. It doesn't translate. It doesn't work. Uh, Christian, the reason Christian O'Connell is so great is because he's a true radio performer. He knows how to work the desk. He knows how to give the right tone and explain a story properly. Give other people room to breathe, which a lot of radio people don't do. Let the other person breathe. Let someone tell the story. Give it the time it deserves. He's a master at it. And then the people employing Husey should give us Husey. Don't try and pack the show with celebrities. Exactly. And they're not going to do that. They're no. going to put a revolving door of a, some new quirky comedian that no one's ever heard of every day. It'll be, it won't Cause work. I've, yeah, because I would, I would love to hear Husey yeah. banging on for three hours. Yeah, well, right? well, well so what are you going to give me? You're going to stop listening to me? <laughs> oh, you'd record him. I get it. Yeah, well, I'd listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I've yeah. got to try and pretend at least I'm keeping on top of it. And yeah, you've got to. You, that'd be tough for you. Do you have your favourite shows? Yeah, who are the top yeah. five shows uh, in the country? Yeah, go. Oh, number five. I can't say number that. Five. Number five. Number five. I can't say that. Well, I, I just go on. I just say it on. It's like the simple thing. You, the best show is the highest rating shows. Thank you very much for that. So, so that's so number we, one. So number two. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment, it's Christian O'Connell. Yeah, he's good. He's yep. doing a great job. He is doing know? a great job. Melbourne's um, a tough market because yeah. you've got Fox, Nova, Kiss, yep. all sort of playing in the same field. Um, Christian doing really well, doing something and different. Poor old Byron Cook's come to the end of the road at um, Fox down there. Oh, what's happened there? They've dropped him from the... Um, the breakfast show. Oh, wow. They've, um, they're blaming Byron. I think they've got a... I should know this. Um, so it's going to be Fev, Fifi and a third person. Oh, it's going to be oh, replaced by Nick Cody, who's the guy Triple from M Triple M Brisbane. Brisbane. Oh, he's a good operator. He's a yeah. Good, yeah he's I, I've known of Nick for like 10 years because he was... If, if, if you know your uh, satellite radio... Because you were in Brisbane radio, weren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you know your satellite radio in the States... Uh, Opie and Anthony was the big rival show to Howard Stern. And yep, this yep. Nick Cody guy, uh, he would he was involved with Opie and Anthony. He would do bits with them, he would write for them. So when oh, he popped oh, really? Yeah, okay. so when he popped back up in Australia, people were like, Oh, this guy, you know, what's his radio background? And I was like, Oh fuck, no, no, this guy like has worked at a very high level in radio. Oh, good on him. I've, I know the name. I know. He's, a good, yeah. he's a good operator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what happened to poor old Byron? He's a very capable anchor. Oh, he's great. It was a, it was a, we used to be, and Fifi and Marty would, yeah. you remember, was the shebang they had was, That's a, right. was yeah. a massive yeah. drive show back yeah. in the day. And um, Byron was one of the secret ingredients exactly. there, I think. Yeah. You know? What a shame, because he's a good, he'll, he'll, he'll crop up feet. somewhere. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. He'd be a really good get for anybody, I think. And uh, Marty, now, where do you think it's going to happen down there? I'm pretty sure Marty will end up doing Triple M Breakfast or Drive. But yeah, well maybe they're, they're not announcing Triple M Drive until Eddie's fit, left the station, I think, because right. I think it might be a bit awkward to announce it while Eddie's still on air. Right, so right. So we well, may I'm thinking, find out. I'm thinking, mate, sorry, I think Mick Malloy into Melbourne Breakfast, Marty into he's Drive. He's not an early morning guy, though. Yes, but then he's just always grumpy Mick, so he's fine. So he's always... Well, that's what you need, though. You need somebody who's going to just speak well, their mind. Yeah. And, when he was on with Eddie, if yeah. they were killing it. Mm. 
So that's got to be, you know, so it's you, be looked you at. buying up some um, social media handles for for Marty for, and yes, Melbourne, buying them all, Marty buying and them Mick. All. And well, well, yeah, my wife's the EP <laughs> of uh, Moon Man in the morning, and I've just, I've just been going through her phone. What and, the hell? And, and I noticed that, yeah, that they were talking uh, about syndicating it. So maybe, maybe that's what's going to happen. Yeah, Laura has no idea that Bruno goes through her phone and gives me all the spying for my Yeah, Oh, she might get an idea now. Ah, yeah. She's fine. She's at home with a new baby. Change that password. That yeah. baby's suckling on those breasts. Because she's, she's been on mat leave for uh, much of this year, has she? Uh, no, no, the kid, the kid just came out three weeks ago. So, oh, okay. So she's so probably out about... Is she back uh, at work yet? Uh, not yet, no. <sighs> she, I think she'll be back She like won't be back till show. January. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, by then the kid can look after itself. Yeah. So you can't leave the country over Christmas. This no. would be your first... Christmas long, long here for summer a while. in Australia for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I'm already like, feeling... You know, I chase winter around the world. Right. That's what I like. Yes. So being stuck here was quite a... It's been good to stop, in all honesty, because you don't realise, because I was so used to getting on a burner, flying here, flying there, doing that, doing that. But to have to stop, it's been good. Let me concentrate on sleeping better and it's uh, it's all part of what's helped Would me Would you try and keep your travel down a little bit now, do you think, in the future? I do. Thinking one eye on your health and... Yeah, I do. Even though, like, but when I'm um, at home in America, because it, uh, I don't have to do the show till 11 a.m., so that really that helps. Works. But then I'm burning the candle at both ends, in all honesty, when I'm over there. Yes. Yeah. Yahoo, and I've got going to music studios, hanging out with producers, bad influences everywhere. Okay. It's fabulous. Good stuff. All right, look, we should probably uh, wind this up now. There's nothing, oh, yeah. Bruno, anything we, we should have asked that... Um, Oh, hang on. We, oh, we didn't look at the uh, the notes so, from the PR people. Well, I, I got some notes about your success. We've sort of, sort we of... We know that. Count the 20 years of you and Jack. Yes, yes. 15 uh, number one breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, that annoys me, that, because we should have been... should have been gone on... We've really only lost two surveys in the last 20 years, so fucking get over it. OK. Uh, the number Great. one catch-up podcast, radio catch-up podcast. Oh, yeah, are we? Now, cause when you started in breakfast... Catch-up podcasts weren't really a thing, were they? No, we were still caught. When we started no. radio, it was just... Well, podcasts weren't a thing, full stop. No, yeah, didn't exist. Um, I so hated podcasts until Bruno told me we were the number one. Yeah. Then <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted people to listen live. I was like, why would you listen to no songs and just all the talk breaks? But now I love it. The, there was the one thing I've... And I don't know if I've mentioned this stuff. I've got a feeling I've mentioned to you before, but you've never done it. Right. Just do one show... With no music, it's just—I'd love that. You get on, and then we don't need. ARM the music. would have a fit, though, wouldn't they? No, they don't care what we do. Would they do it? But no. they could—they could sponsor it. They Someone really... would buy that show. Hundred percent. But ARM would like it because they don't have to pay the app fees on the song, so it's actually a cheaper show. <laughs> but go on, just ARM are fine. Like they—they they have like you did your producer free. Yes, Friday. They have nothing to do with the content of the show. Okay. ARM. So you could get away with it. No you, drama. You could get away with anything. Really? I could cut Bruno's arms off. Is that off in the, the fine show? print somewhere in the three hundred page contract? Yes. Yeah, they have no. That, like I have to say in what we do. That's it. Finishes with me. Okay. So I can do whatever I want on there. Okay. That's right, isn't it? I do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it but is. you obviously have a better relationship there than the ones you had at SCA. Yes. Because you get on well with Duncan because presumably he leaves you. Well, Duncan understands and has known me since I was like 25 years old. So And he's got a great radio heritage, oh, hasn't he? and he's, he's clever. He gets it. And he's got a lot of stuff to do. 
um, and he just trusts us. And like yeah. he's never, in the whole seven years with me and that kiss, never has he said, oi, this, oh, no, he did. But that was because the CEO didn't like Come Shot Fridays, <laughs> where I would simulate the gay staff coming into test tubes and then they would drink it. And we'd play that shot, 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 and I was calling it I'm Come Shot Fridays. I'm a bit uneasy with that too, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, hey, apparently the board weren't thrilled with it. So that only got two weeks. I think they tried to stop it in the first week. We got the second week away. And then I agreed that it may not be the most palatable thing to do on a breakfast radio show on a Friday. (laughs) That's right. And they were telling you, Kyle, oh, there's issues with taste and decency. And you were saying, well, look, you don't have to taste it. (laughs) You know? But, hey, I guess that's what happens. When you're a trailblazer, when you're an iconoclast, sometimes you, you, you... Go over the line a bit, huh? And that's it. Yeah, well, apparently well, so. I mean, that's the only thing they've ever said not to do. I'm not going to rattle off all these, but I, I, if you ask me for your single best show, yeah. I think it would have to be... It'd be a hard choice between the fight on air with Craig... Um, Bruce. Craig Bruce. No, yeah. over with the, the prostitute. The prostitute. <laughs> oh, God, I remember that. that. Pla- and the other one was the nude girl out on Sid Einfeld Drive at Bondi Junction. Oh, yes, holding, holding up the sign. Holding up the sign. Yes. She was, a, she was a producer. Which nearly led to the general manager getting fired, I think. Yes, but, something like and that. And then you, she had to come back and you put her in the general manager's office. Nude. But, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but just uh, <laughs> sensational We've shows. had a lot of fun. Yeah, We yeah. have had a lot of fun. Uh, and hopefully we keep There's plenty doing to come, though, yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to be drawing my last breath on the radio. You think? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt, I've got nothing else to do. Well, you look, you, you look pretty good. Um, See, well, you look you good know. too. You're very attractive, man. He's <laughs> got a good head of hair. <laughs> Great head of hair. Yeah. Bruno's envious. Take your hat off, Bruno. Show everyone. No, Bald. I'm oh, wow. I'm losing okay. all my hair. You can, okay. well, you can yeah. still see where it is, though. I mean, it's... Yeah, but it's... It like, could be there. Yeah, commit yeah. to bald. Yeah. Well, why pretend? Yeah. Nah. Okay. What are you good doing? Stuff. That's why he's got the beard. Kyle, look, Bruno, it's been doesn't great care, getting in here. Care. King Kyle Group. It's um, it's a wonderful facility. Watch out for the content that will be uh, coming out. If you're getting some alcohol in for Christmas, you should be buying... Nueva, Nueva Sangria. Sangria. Or the Nueva Prosecco. Yes. Nueva. 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 It's sorry, not French. BWS, Dan Murphy's. Yeah, and you can uh, buy it online from us. When's the, when's the Prosecco hit the stores? The week... Two weeks. So in there just before Christmas. Yep, just before Christmas. Prosecco is a massive drink in Europe for Christmas. Everybody loves well, Prosecco. Well, this is what spun me out. Our you Prosecco, know? right, it hasn't even gone on sale yet. And it, this is what disappointed me, but I was told it was an amazing uh, feat. We put it in to be judged. It's uh, our, our blended Prosecco. put it in to be judged at some big wine show in, uh, in the UK. Okay. We haven't even started selling yet. And they came back and they were all thrilled. Oh, it's, it's won this great award. And, and I said, oh, well, what's it won? They said, we're the 12th best um, bubbly in the world, including champagne, all Prosecco. Yeah, in the world. Oh. And I said, yeah. yeah. There's some good, 12th. There's and, some I good said, stuff. and I was devastated. I'm not used to being 12th. There's some, some massive bubbly whites coming out of Europe. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're, Italy, this France. Is, yeah, but Kyle was going to shut down the whole thing. Yeah, I was like, 12 is a <laughs> Coming disaster. in 12. And they're like, no, that's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, like, congrats. Yeah. So we use congrats the best guys of the best to your team. They're doing yeah, a good job. And so, yeah, okay, fantastic stuff. <laughs> we don't celebrate a lot around here. No. It's too much to do. Yeah. We can't be having fantastic. a lunch every time. We so this is where you'll be over the summer, 
getting down to business. In here, yeah, they'll be and usually at night. This runs twenty four seven. This place, yeah. So there's well, music. It used to run twenty four seven in the old days. I believe the art of striptease used to be. Uh, That's right. This was a hall conducted joint. in. Yes. Here. Oh yeah, because I answered the door when James arrived, and straight away he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh this place." Oh, no. and, 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 oh, and I go, "I go, oh yeah, look, one of the poles is still up there." And James goes, "Oh, here she is." <laughs> Here she what is. Happened to, what happened to Big Cheryl? Big Cheryl's no longer with us. Where are we? 124. We'll do an edit there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Always Thanks, good talking James. to you. Thank you, you Kyle. Thank well, you, Bruno. Good to see you, man. Appreciate Cheers. it.